this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. I don't hear it at all. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> trust me, it's happening. Fucking Zoom. Yeah, I, scumbags. I really was just relying on Shuddy's dance cues. Like, all right, I think I think we're good now. But <laughs> but we're here. That's right, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has smoked away his pants and underwear and currently has his boner stuck in a very tiny bomb. That's Jeff Clark. My glass is about to break. (laughs) I'm about to fill this thing with some water. Catch my drift. And... Transmitting to us from backstage at Coachella, the bearded booger-eating hipster known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. Yeah, I don't know what was going up with the iPad there. I did turn it down because I used it to record some audio, but then once I heard it being so quiet, boosted it back up to 100% real quick. Still super quiet. Fuck me. Can't do anything right. But I'm trying. Um, we'll we'll get there. We'll we will. Get there. So, Shuddy, you did point out right in the last remnants of the Easter egg that it is the week of four twenty. Yes, sir. Um, and I kind of miss being able to uh, partake. You know, partake like I used to. You know, um, I feel like I got to a point, maybe in my early thirties, where I was like, eh. I don't need a day on the calendar to tell me to smoke weed. I'm going to smoke weed anyway. But I got over being jaded about 420 very quickly. I know there are some stoners that try to um, turn their nose up at it and be snobby and think 420 is a ridiculous thing. But, I mean, fuck, if we have talk like a pirate day, why can't we have weed day? Exactly. I don't know why everybody... It. I think what the issue is is that it's becoming so much more mainstream and acceptable to people outside of things that that's the problem with it. That's why people turn their noses up at it. Sort of like St. Patty's day. Yeah. Let's all pretend we're Irish and get blackout drunk, you know, like every Irish person does every day. Cause they're all alcoholics. Uh. Yeah, maybe that's a little I bit came of around more example. so on St. Patty's Day than 420. You did? I mean, I was much lower on St. Patty's Day than I ever was 420. Um, but yeah, St. Patty's Day is kind of I become more appreciative of it in recent years. And I, I went hard the St. Patty's Day, so it's back really? in my good graces. That wasn't Cheech's birthday, was it? Mm, no. Oh, no. so you so you raged twice, very, very close together. I guess I did. Yeah, I didn't even consider my partying on Cheech's birthday raging because it ended with me cleaning up all his puke. But <laughs> I did go pretty hard that night. I guess. Yeah. So are you guys Speaking doing? Which, what's up? I went. I didn't go hard yesterday, but Rich, his family went really hard yesterday. I told you guys last week, I thought about the homie Rich's kid's one-year-old birthday party and how fucking gnarly this was to be. Yep. 
I posted some of the stuff on Instagram. Yeah, they were in some Orange County banquet hall. The father, the granddad, spent a shit ton of money on it. I think it was like a hundred dollar like suggested gift. Oh, so you give um, you give the baby a hundred dollars, and then they all rob the baby on the way out to get their money back. Oh, I don't party. even think it was that subtle. I think we give the grandfather a hundred dollars, <laughs> and maybe the kid gets something. <laughs> Had cents on the dollar. Yeah. Well, I like I think a hundred was the minimum. So like, there's grandparents there that are or or, or family extended family that are given given bucks, and I think it like. It more than covers the party itself, but it was pretty sick. I guess it was like a Vietnamese wedding, but for a one-year-old's birthday. Um, and I love these rich, uh, richest parties, and it was all just catered with Vietnamese food. It was pretty delicious. And you got wasted. But I did, yeah. They brought like bottles of tequila to each to each table. And just wow. like when you – we polished off a bottle of tequila between like the five or six of us. It was – and you're Maybe sick. Maybe it was like seven. And you're sick What's right up? now. And you're sick right now. I took two shots. Yeah. I actually didn't go that hard. That's what I'm saying. My my brothers did and uh. Rich's family did. I, I I took two shots and I tapped out and I had two beers, which is way more than I should have, to be fair. But it was just like, I don't know. I, I felt terrible for the last like three days. Yesterday, I started feeling better. I was like, fuck it. I'll give it a go. And then this morning I felt really good. And then now it's just like this nightmare. Yeah, that's I'm like what happened. my feet so I don't puke and I'm not, I'm gonna end up puking this this episode. <laughs> this is this is fantastic news to hear. Sorry yeah. you're not feeling sick, but not sorry that we're gonna get the pleasure of listening to you violent vomit again and know exactly what you mean when you say violent vomiting. The pleasure. You goddamn motherfuckers! <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I'm with you, man. I got, I got sick when I got back from Japan. Um, you know, I had a vicious sore throat, like like gargling razors, bad for days, and I was like, man, this sucks. I, you know, took COVID tests, that was negative. Took a couple of them, they were all negative, and I was thinking, like, I've had I've had strep throat in the past, maybe around like ten years ago, and that fucking blows. So it's just like shit. This hurts way more than any normal sore throat. I probably got strep, but then it went away and turned into just crazy congestion and like real stuffy and uncomfortable and lingered around for like a week and a half, two weeks. Kicked it, and then last week on last week's episode, remember when I was shuddy? I was telling you about the the music and Ghost in the Shell, and I I did an impression of it and then coughed my face off. And got like a Charlie yes. horse in my grundle. Yep. So that should not have happened. I should have been able to make that noise without coughing. And I kind of felt like something was up. Like that was a sign. And it was kind of also a sign when I took a shower before the show. We were talking about this on Dragon Ball Queef. But Jeff, oddly enough, doesn't do this. And it's kind of making me feel like a gross ass. But Shuddy, when you're in the shower, do you ever blow your nose into your hand? No, I snot rocket into the bottom of the shower. Okay, but so you do blow your nose in the shower, just not into your hand. Yeah. You just snot rocket. Correct. Dude, that reminds me. Last night at Rich's party, there was like the same 15 old Vietnamese dudes 
just outside smoking cigarettes. Like, I don't even know if they went inside. They're all just standing outside smoking cigarettes, talking Vietnamese, talking shit. Well, I don't know what they're saying, but talking Vietnamese. <laughs> and I went out there a couple of times because I, I wasn't feeling that good and I just need air out. Plus, I'm fucking fat. And it felt like they jammed far too many people into this banquet hall. Um, anyways, when I was out there, there was this fucking Vietnamese guy uh, just blowing mad snot rockets out. Like, oh, like, like amongst us, like he would just, there was like a whole circle of these guys smoking cigarettes and he would just like stick his head out the circle and like blow a fucking snot. Rocket. I was like, damn, dude, this oh, is, this is gnarly. That is rugged. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody and he had, like, he had to like dripping down. Oh God. Oh, he had no like one, booger icicles. It didn't break the conversation at all. Was, it would be like, kind of like, know, if, maybe I don't speak Vietnamese. Maybe they were like, Oh, you believe this gross motherfucker. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know, but I, yeah, I'm pretty sure ew is the same in English and Vietnamese. So you didn't hear that. I didn't hear any of those. Yeah. yeah. So the last week before the show, when I was taking a shower, I, you know, I felt a little looseness, but it, I didn't feel like I had, you know, I was locked and loaded. I just like blew a little bit. And in, I had two handfuls like this, like an offering of like the most bright orange dense snot ever. Like it was, it was hefty. I could feel the weight of it. And I was like, how the hell did all of that just come out of me in like a split second nose blowing? So that was really concerning, seeing that without feeling sick at all. And then the next day, on Tuesday, I woke up with no voice. Like completely gone. Let me try unplugging something, because this this fucking buzzing noise is, is really stressing me out that it's going into the recording. God damn uh, it. All right. So what do we... Man, we're good. None of the YouTube video sufferers. We could edit around this if it were just audio, but God now damn. that we're trying to be video stars, we got to sit here and, and make conversation, Shuddy. Yeah, while we stare at Kevin's backdrop. Do you think all right, I think it is me. Exercise bike? No, dude, that thing's got just, probably got mad dust on it. Just sitting there collecting dust at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, he's been sick, and hasn't he said he's kind of hasn't he hasn't really worked out since I don't know for months. Definitely not since <sighs> Japan. No. Oh, it sounds a million times better. Thank God. Nice. Uh, yeah, I have not used the exercise bike in a while. I have not exercised in a while. My titties are floppy and gross. And I actually was about to, you know, jumpstart into things. I, I definitely lost a little bit of weight in Japan with walking, you know, 22,000 steps a day. And then I got sick. And so so I, after, you know, I lost my voice and shit and it was, you know, I kept taking COVID tests. It was, it was they were all negative. And I talked to my sister because... I just became an uncle over last weekend. So we did a big family FaceTime on Tuesday morning so I could meet my nephew, Jack, baby Jack, for the first time. And, you know, of course, I I lost my voice, so I sound like a fucking ass monster. 
And everybody's like, Jesus you Christ. Talk about you have like nothing in common. We like the same cartoons. <laughs> so, like my my sister is a nurse, and she's like she's like, well, if it's if your COVID tests are negative, you might have laryngitis. She's like, just go to the doctor, go see a doctor, and get some get some uh, meds. So, of course, the only place I know to go to that takes my insurance is that urgent care in West Hollywood, where every time I go in, I get the same doctor who blames it on gay sex. And I'm like, okay, hypothetically, let's. what would your second guess be? Because let's just, like, I, go out on a limb. I know this is a stretch of the imagination and just assume I've never had gay sex. Why would I be having a headache? Your second option. What's option B? Thank God the guy didn't tell me it was ass sex again. But I did spend two and a half fucking hours in that place, and they... COVID tested me, flu tested me, strep tested me. They gave me all these tests. Everything came back negative. And he's like, dude, you just got that d- that really nasty fucking bug that's going around and just leveling people. There's just this vicious cold or something that's just obliterating people. And I guess that's what I got. And I was like, I was like how the hell did I get sick? Because I haven't been sick in years, if you don't count COVID. And then, like, I got better. And now I'm fucking, I have laryngitis? Like, what the fuck is going on here? And he's like, well, you probably didn't rest enough and you, you the, it relapsed. And I was like, but I, I'm not fucking going out and digging ditches or anything. I'm not helping people move. I'm taking it pretty easy. But then I was just like, ah, oh, shit. I did go to that ghoul concert where I was headbanging and standing for six hours straight. That's probably not taking it easy. So, yeah, fuck me. Kind of blue. Maybe, well, maybe that's what you got, prayer, going on. brother. I'm sorry, but you're—I mean, you're pretty rock too. But you have different. You don't have because I never was barfy or pukey, and you're like on the verge of one of your trademark Jeff Clark violent vomits. Yeah, one of the patent blood vessel vomits. Kevin Did and I, I laughing so hard we're not going to be able to even breathe. Yeah, has That's that ever what happened? I'm looking to you? forward to. Do. I'm not going to give you guys that satisfaction. It also doesn't help that I took a shit seriously two hours ago, and I've sprayed my bathroom with I don't know whatever apple cinnamon spray like three or four times, and it still smells like dog like terrible, terrible shit. <laughs> It's like the Vietnamese seafood that I ate last night, just coated in poop. Oh, it's like uh, I mean, that's it's pretty much what it is. But you know, smells like someone fucking took a shit in a cinnamon apple pie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Maybe uh, it's maybe, definitely more shit than apple cinnamon pie. Maybe when you were pooping, some poop flew up and stuck to the underneath of the seat, so all the poop isn't gone. Maybe I don't check. know why, but that's not retarded. I kind of, I mean, it, it stunk so bad. There has to be some sort of answer like that. Yeah, maybe some flew or, out and landed on the floor. Maybe my shit's just possessed. Because that's happened to me, not with poop, but I woke up in the middle of the night one time to take a piss and didn't turn the lights on, and I sat on the toilet, and it was so cold that my penis shrunk super small. And instead of pissing down into the toilet, it pissed straight 
and went between the gap of the actual bowl and the seat and right into my pants. So when I got done pissing, I pulled my pants up and they were full of piss. Your poo could have done that. Yeah, I guess there's an outside chance of that happening. Something There has to be some sort of explanation behind the just terrible smell that still exists three hours post-poop. That's impressive work. I salute you, Jeff. Are you sure you flushed the toilet? Dude, I flushed it like three times. Just, you know, when we're troubleshooting, we've got to check all of the possible scenarios. Yeah, did you turn the toilet off and on again? Uh, well, speaking of poop yeah, uh, restart your toilet so the other day I go down to get into my car and someone had taken a fresh shit in my parking spot like um, I was I missed the poop fairy by this much like I think there was still steam coming off of it and I just I got so defeated I sat in my car and I texted my landlord and I was like, look, someone just took a shit. There's human shit in my parking space. And there's got to be a rebate. There's got to be a way we can put up some sort of barrier or fence to protect the cars parked here because it's really getting fucking old. People using my parking space and my car as a toilet. Does. So does it happen to your neighbors as well? Yeah. Or Yep. So why don't you I I know it's a little bit of an investment, but why don't you get a ring and just post it in there? There is. There's two security cameras in my parking space. But now all we do is we have a vi- footage of a guy taking a shit in my parking space. What am I going to do with that? You, can't jack off to if it. You, if you got if you got a ring, you would get a notification when somebody was doing it, and then you can verbally startle them. Yeah. I don't know. These these poopers seem pretty brazen. I don't know if that's going to phase them at all. Oh, boy. Military I don't know. If, they're think, if, if uh, they think they're shitting in peace and somebody all of a sudden yells, what are you doing? Like, I'm taking a shit, you idiot. What does it look like? Yeah, dude, these these LA homeless aren't going to be thrown off their game. No, they're they're. We have they're the elite breed. of the elite homeless people out here. Yeah, Los Angeles is winning the homeless Olympics. Ah, eh, San Francisco could beat us, from what I've heard. In volume, yeah, but I think we have better homeless. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, yeah like, they would invite you out, dude. Like, yeah, can you want to come out? Talk to me while I'm shitting. I texted my landlord and I'm like, the, 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 something's got it. Like, we, we have to figure out a way to put up a, a, a gate, a fence, something. It's like not sanitary to have people fucking dropping dukes in my parking space. It's a fucking cesspool. So she was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to the guy. We'll get the, the space's power wash. He should have, he was here today. He should have cleaned the spots and he didn't. So I'm going to yell at him. And it's just like, well, what the fuck, man? Rent's expensive. What the fuck am I paying for? And then when the guy finally for that guy to power wash and do a shit ass job and make decent living. I don't know, but the, the, the guy came back and picked up the main turd, but left like three little nuggets and 
the napkins the guy used to wipe his ass with. God damn it! Um, Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour if you'd like to get some uh, some nice content and maybe I can move to a better place. I don't know, man. It's fucking... It's really... This place is starting to, to, to wear me down. I'm, I'm rapidly losing patience. At least the open mics are, are over. I don't really hear a lot of people screaming outside anymore, but the turds. The turds. I, I am not a fan of where you live. I, I agree with Carl on this one. It's a real bummer. Where would, you, where would be your next spot if you were to relocate? Be Florida? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, man. I I would probably just pick a bunch of neighborhoods and see which one has the average lowest rent. Like, wherever it's affordable and, I don't know, maybe not Studio City. Because Studio City is has, you know, average apartments like this right next to big mega mansions. So, obviously, people are going to come and poop by me. Sure. So if I get to an area where you know what, I don't even know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to solve this problem. I'm too stupid. I need someone smarter than me to help. Uh but anyway. Um are you guys doing anything for four twenty to bring this full circle? Uh oh, I'm just talking about. It just gonna get real stoned and watch a kaiju movie like pretty much every Thursday. Hmm. All right. I don't have anything super special planned, but I have lots of mar- lots of cannabis in various forms that I legally obtained from the medical dispensary. There you go. At my disposable at my disposal for Thursday. I got tickets to the the new Evil Dead movie cuz Carl does not like that. So I get to have a, a solo movie trip. So I, I may, maybe I'll just bring some edibles with me. Get get nice and stoned. Dude, Watch I've seen movie. so many fucking commercials for that movie because they keep advertising it during uh, the NBA playoffs. Oh, it frightens me. I have not seen one commercial for it. I didn't know there was a new Evil Dead movie. Looks pretty sick. Dude, the two Is it a continuation of the remake? I'm going right. in with as little knowledge as possible. I just okay. know it looks creepy. What were you saying, two, Jeff? The two biggest, the the two most aired commercials during the NBA playoffs, they're trending, or one of them's trending because it's so fucking weird and gross, but one of them's the Evil Dead, <clears throat> the new Evil Dead movie, and the other is this reality TV show called Dr. Pimple Popper. And it's about this girl who, like, this doctor who, um, like, cuts open, like, masses. Not even pimples. Like, masses. Yeah. I'm familiar with Dr. Pimple Popper. It's fucking gross. Yeah, Dr. Pimple Popper has been around for years. Oh, you're – well, they have been promoting the fuck out of Dr. Pimple Popper during the 2023 NBA playoffs. She's had a, a pretty viral Instagram page for quite some time. What? I yeah, it's the first time I've ever heard of her. Some people, <laughs> some people fucking are deeply into that shit. It's almost like ASMR. A- oh yeah. R- 
It's like arms for them. They they get some sort of soothing or it's it's like a relief. Like um remember in Wait, school do you have do you have pimples? Like on your legs or like do you have any pimples? No, I don't I usually don't get body pimples, but I still get them on my face, which is weird for a 40-year-old man, but yeah, they happen. My ex used to like love popping whatever pimples that I had. Yeah. Is that a curl a thing. thing too? No. It's not no. Um, maybe Asians that don't really, I don't know. I mean, I mean to stereotype it. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm workshopping. Maybe it's just fucking nasty. And some people are just like, yeah, popping other people's zits is fucking gross. Yeah. It should have made it racial. Good point. I feel like some people get a, like, um, remember in grade school, there was always that kid where if the teacher erased the, the chalkboard and there was one little speck left in the corner, they would get up out of their seat and rush over like a, like a ball boy in a tennis match and grab the fucking eraser and get that bit and then go back to their seat and like, fixed it. Aren't I quirky and fun? No, fuck you. I think the same people that like the pimple popper videos, it's like that same seeing a pimple skeeves them out and they need it popped. And then seeing it get popped is a relief for them. That's, that's what I've been able to, sort of hypothesize for the popularity of the pimple popper videos because they gross me the fuck out and like you said 90% of the time they're not even pimples they're just like giant masses bordering on a quado from Total Recall yeah the one of the one of the uh, commercials that I've seen a lot of recent ones there's like a fucking volleyball size mass on, on the back of some lady's arm and like I think she like Dr. Pimple Popper took a chainsaw to that motherfucker. Yeah. A couple swings of a fucking of an axe. And, and then like I can't believe they make a show out of it. Like people would sign releases allowing this shit. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I'm really scared. I'm really embarrassed by all this. Like, yeah. Like I would be fucking scared and embarrassed and all that. And I definitely wouldn't be like, sure, put it on TV. Well, they bought their 15 minutes of fame. You and know? they probably get a free visit out of it. A couple hundred bucks for like a sign in the release. Fair That'd enough. be my guess. But yeah, how are there... I've never had... I Okay, I had one pimple one time that was like behind my ear. And it got so big that when I popped it, it grossed me out with how much stuff came out of it. And it borderline freaked me out too. But like, how do you have enough people come into your ass with volleyballs <laughs> hanging off their neck. You hanging in your ass. Like, and, and that stuff I've heard reeks too. And every time she lances it with a, with a scalpel and then pushes it, it's like ribbons of Velveeta shooting out. It's revolting. There was a day where you would take a shot of that. As, uh, for a dare, you would you would do a shot of that gross pimple <sighs> plasma, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, that's it's fucked up that you're kind of right. <laughs> I mean, you did it on this show with Jeff Sunburn plasma. Yeah, is that like the same thing? No, I mean it's no. probably similarly gross, but okay, I I gotta say I would rather drink someone's sunburn blister juice than. Eat someone's fucking Velveeta. Man, this is a whole thing. Do you eat your own Velveeta? 
I've never had Velveeta, Shuddy. You've never had a pimple that's popped with like that white goop? I mean, there's been goop, but not like shooting ribbons out like a Play-Doh factory. That stuff makes my fucking penis and asshole really sad. I hate that. Shuddy, I don't want to step on your toes, but do you have anything planned for Shuddy Boy's fucking news that involves Omaha Steaks? No, I don't. So you, this is free and clear, but before I don't get a chance to work it in again in between topics, uh, I have this to try. Oh, that's why you kept shaking that at the camera. <laughs> it oh, is wait. like that Ding Dong's iced coffee I had a couple months ago. They've released a Snickers and a Twix mm. version. So, did you see both options and opted for the the Twix? I saw both options and bought both. Oh, for Draven and I, and Draven had the Twix, uh, the Snickers last night, and I took a sip of it. It was fucking amazing. It tasted like a Snickers. I'm drinking this one now because I do not know what to, what is coming. Yeah, I feel like a big part of Twix, obviously the caramel and the cookie. So I'm going to guess that that's going to taste heavily like caramel and, and chocolatey. It's hard to get a liquid cookie taste. But it tastes exactly like the caramel that's in a Twix. Quick update for everybody oh, at yes. home. Uh, I just farted and it stinks real bad. Shuddy, do you taste any caramel in that? Or, I mean, chocolate. Yeah, yes. It's the taste, it tastes like the taste combo of a Twix. Any cookie? Like, it tastes like a bite of Twix. Like, when all the flavors are mixed together in your mouth. Are you impressed? I am very impressed. It's really good. Is that that's not like a Starbucks collab, right? Because that looks like one of those Starbucks. No, it's Victor Allen. Oh, I don't think I've ever Iced heard of that. Coffee by Victor Allen's, which I think is who did the Ding Dongs. All right, so now that you've tasted three Snickers, Ding Dongs, <laughs> and Twix, what is your favorite? Snickers. Yeah, Snickers is. If we're talking candy bars. As far as my money goes, Snickers is not to be fucked with. Although I do really appreciate a nice take five. Dude, have you had the Jenny's take five pint? No. I, I look for it. You mentioned it years ago, and I check every fucking time, and I've never seen it. I did this weekend introduce Carl to the Jenny's um, butter cake, gooey butter cake ice cream. And one of the greater ice cream pints ever. She was forever changed. My brother recently got the peach and biscuits one and said that was probably the best Jenny's pint he's had. Peach jam and biscuits, I think it's called. I mean, I I do. I fucking love biscuits and I do like peach things. We have a local or a, a gourmet grocery store just around the block that 
does uh, McConnell's. They have McConnell's pints, which is actually really good too. And, and Jenny's, I prefer Jenny's, but it's close. McConnell's is up in Santa Barbara. Uh, when me and my ex went up there, we went to I think the original store, and it, it's fucking legit. But I do take Jenny's over, and they always have new Jenny's flavors. And so we got. Have you seen or uh, tried pineapple upside down cake yet? No. My brother got that one the other day. Holy shit, was that elite! I got to try that one. I didn't. I didn't get to try the peach jam and biscuits. He said the peach jam and biscuits was just incredible. Man, I might have to make a Jenny's trip. Uh, yeah, dude. But circling back, Wait. what's Hold up? Hold on. How? Like, why would you? So, if you're at Carl's, why wouldn't you just hit up Salt and Straw, which has been called by some the greatest ice cream shop in America? We do. We make about one trip to Salt and Straw a month just to show a tiny bit of restraint. But she wanted to just go to um, Ralph's and get takeout pints. So I tried to pitch her on Netflix and Chilled, um, an elite top-tier Hall of Fame Ben & Jerry's flavor. But when she saw the Jenny's and I told her that the gooey butter cake is some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. She was like, all right, I want to try it. And it was like like twinkles appeared in her eyes when she took her first bite. It was like watching like a ben nebula being born. I love Ben & Jerry's. I fucking love Ben & Jerry's. But Ben & Jerry's, like the ice cream quality can be a little hit or miss. A little bit, right? Like I've had bad pints of Ben and Jerry's, whereas with Jenny's, it's just just creamy, delicious goodness. And it's, well, it's like, small batch, I think. And Ben and Jerry's is like you know nationwide mass, type thing. Is that nationwide mass created, gotcha. probably not small batch. Yeah, but how small batch is Jenny's? Like, aren't they in multiple states at this point? I don't know. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know what small batch means. So, small batch means literally that a small batch. What's okay, different? I don't know what a batch means. I'll just say that. You know, just bringing out my limited knowledge of the food service industry. Uh, what limited. probably happens is you're a fucking Jen- executive. Jenny's is small batch and stuff. They keep their manufacturing very limited. Where. Ben and Jerry's now that it's a nationwide corporation, probably part of some big conglomerate. It's made in different plants all over the country that make other things also. So it's the attention to detail is probably not there that Jenny's still gives to theirs at this moment. Wow. Wow. Well, this is making me hungry. And this next thing I'm going to present to you guys might make might make this worse. So I saw an article about Omaha Steaks. And they've launched a campaign where, and I didn't know Omaha Steaks as a business got down like this. They sound like they're, they're, I don't know, there, there could be a beautiful friendship between MSPH and Omaha Steaks. They're offering a lifetime of free burgers to anybody who gets a hamburger or cheeseburger tattooed on their ass. 
Now, Shuddy and I have a decent amount of tattoos. Jeff, you are tattooless. Would and you have a punishment coming? Would you get a tattoo of a cheeseburger on your ass if you got? Why do you have to bring up the punishment thing? Like, come on, really? We're gonna get that hard? Go that hard in the paint? How hard is it? It's you get benefit for the rest of your life. Free burgers. Who's who's doing uh, Omaha? Omaha steaks? steaks. Yeah. So you're getting legit good free burgers for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Eh. And. And getting rid of your punishment all in one shot. Like, this seems like a yeah. net win for you, Jeff. Free burgers for life is How a pretty... How big does the burger have to be? Let me pull up the rules. But, I mean, what if I told so, you, Jeff... It that... actually has to be a vertical burger, so your ass crack is the patty. <laughs> 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 your entire ass has to be the buns and the toppings. <laughs> Uh, let's see. <laughs> that was that was a good one. Oh my god, this fucking this can't be real. This ass can't be real. Uh, hold on, gotta close all of these obnoxious pop ups. I mean, Jeff, if we told you ahead of time that when you lose the Oscar bet for this year, your punishment is going to be a lifetime of free burgers. That's got to be some sort of a relief, right? I mean, I know I'm not maybe the sharpest one here, but I would reply with, there's got to be a catch. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, um, <laughs> Shuddy, can you give me uh, share screen permission? I think you have it. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, Hold on. Oh, no. I don't you, you know, we would I do not have think it. that... Uh, all, it should just be set up to share for all participants. Now you're good. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Let me know if this works. Okay. That's definitely Photoshopped yeah. for sure. I mean, that is definitely a woman's it's ass. A four by four. <laughs> it's like, like it, there, there's two sections of less. <laughs> <laughs> It's the gnarliest burger. I, I want that. Yeah. Um, and it's very photorealistic. Like, I've never been so hungry and horny at the same time. I know. Like, um, this is big. This is having an opposite effect on my, my puke uh, situation. I'm feeling a little bit better now looking at this cheeseburger. Wait a second. Okay. So it's not to just anybody that gets a, tat- a cheeseburger tattoo. It's some whoever is going to get that particular cheeseburger tattoo. Yeah, so it says a hyper realistic tattoo of a generously stacked burger. So it would be that one. That would be the tattoo. Yikes. I mean, how how worried about you are about your ass, Jeff? <laughs> yeah. That's that's not and it's it has to a, cover an maybe, entire yeah. bun. So one whole ass cheek has to be this cheeseburger. South Carolina. I'm really uh, Southern I'm California. Really, I'm really bummed out that Kevin scooped me on this and this didn't come into my Google searches for weird news. I mean, the promotion ends May 1st. That's in like, you know, two weeks, a week and a half. So, so we have 11 days to convince Jeff to throw his hat into the ring. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, well, I'll email you guys at the end of the week, let you know what I come up with. Shuddy, would you do this? I... Yeah. I mean, the guy has, the article said the guy's got 1.2 million Instagram followers, so he's a big tattoo artist. I mean, it's ridiculous to have an entire ass cheek be a massive 4x4 cheeseburger, but it's very realistic. It's well done. And how many people are running around with their ass cheeks hanging out? So it's really not that big of a deal. The problem is going to be the couple days afterwards. Yeah. As somebody who has gotten their ass cheek tattooed, it's not a fun recovery. That's the part that has me the mo- would have me the most concerned would be having a sore ass cheek for a week and a half. Yeah. We should come up with like a, a contest where any male member of the Puminati who gets their penis tattooed to look like Leonard the Weed Pickle gets a free Patreon subscription for life. Kevin, we're gonna all, we're gonna be giving away Patreon subscriptions left and right. <laughs> Only one lucky there's person. Five hundred. It's gonna be five hundred Leonard the Weed Pickle dick tats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're all broke. <laughs> it's gonna go from a revenue stream to a charity. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I was yeah, just kidding. Paying people to be on our Patreon. Well, I'm, I'm sure our Patreon is going to explode after TV stu- superstar Shuddy Boy hit the airwaves. Did you hear about this, Jeff? Has your phone been blowing you up like some, mine? Like, business-related interview? Well, I mean, I put it onto your guys' radar last week when I signed the appearance release, and then I was mum about it after that. Oh. Uh, you didn't go so- on Dr. Pimple Popper, did you? So, uh, was quite surprised when a Canadian Puminati reached out to me to tell me what a good job I did. And I was like, how the fuck did that end up on your radar? And he's like, oh, I saw, I saw the tweet from the MSPH account. So what I want to know is how did it come up on your radar, Kevin? Oh, I had endlessly people texting it to me, hitting me up. Like multiple people sent me the link. How? I, I don't, I, there's... It's the internet, man. There were, you can't fuck with the internet. I, I watched I, it, uh, Carl and I watched it this weekend. Yes. Uh, four and a half dicks, great appearance. Thank you. I was scared shitless. I was scared shitless. Carl was, was super impressed. I knew you had it, because... You've been doing this for a million years, and then how long have you and Dom been doing? What the fuck did I just watch? Well, three uh, three years. You say that uh, I just watched the eighty sixth movie for what the fuck did I just watch? Right before we sat down to record. There you go. So eighty six episodes of that. So that's been going for a few years. You guys have done Masters of the Pooniverse. So you've been you've been behind the controls of numerous shows. And yeah, I mean I, I understand that going on fucking television is way different than hosting a He Man show behind a paywall. But you got the chops. You're primed. You're probably the most uh 
uh, qualified person in the entire organization to be making media appearances. Is that how well, they, they chose you? That. No, no. Uh, the owners are away. The district manager wanted no part of it. So it was, I was the only candidate on a list of one candidate. It was never like who should go on. It was just like, I mean, will you do this? Full disclosure. I got the request for the interview and then I called corporate hoping that they would be like, no, we, we don't want you guys doing your own stuff like this. But they were like, no, that's awesome. Do it. Go for it. So then I called my boss hoping that they would say, no, we don't want any part of that. To which they said, when are you going to be on television? Uh, so. Well, are you sure I'm the right guy for it? <laughs> so all of my, my ways to get a, you know, to get myself out of it failed. Uh, and then, yeah, it just happened. Hey, you guys want to play IMD and, boner? And I literally, so we were in the studio setting up and the guy in the segment before me has been on the show before and bombed. Oh, completely. It was a disaster that when it happened, I was just there going, I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be awful. Was it live? No, but you get, they don't, it was, they record it as it show like like it they record it like it is live. I I probably maybe shouldn't have said that. Did, it's like when we record a couple of episodes of Queef or No Queef and we have to pretend that it's a different day, that's yeah. exactly what happened. So Well, we only do that like once a year, so you don't have to blow up this guy's spot, but what was the general um theme of his appearance? Well, I mean, it was fashion. Okay. And whoever their representative was just froze like a deer in headlights? Or was it like Ben Wyatt in Parks and Rec when he's like, who hasn't had gay thoughts? It was a situation <laughs> where uh, he gave the wrong information on a particular outfit and had to redo it. But uh. realized it in the middle of the second outfit he was going on and was like, Oh, I messed up that first one. We need to go back and fix it. And there the guy, the host was like, we'll get, we'll go back. It was just, it was like, I was just standing there going, Oh my God, if he's been here before and is having a hard time, I am going to fall on my face. I was shaking during the interview. Like when I went to cut the banana, my hands were shaking. Yeah, I saw because at one point it looked like you almost got some glove. I was like, oh my God, is Shuddy Boy going to chop his fucking finger off on TV? I was I'd make great TV. doing the banana fan that we do on bowls. I have had a hard time with since day one. So having to do it on television, I was completely petrified. Just a heads uh, up. I'm, I'm not very good at the banana fan. Like as soon as it landed and looked the way that it was supposed to like that's when i kind of like once i got past that point i was i was pretty okay but i'll, I'll say oh, this turned crappily. 
I will say this, Shuddy. I, I was like nervous for you because I know you sometimes get like stage fright and shit. But I was like, as I was watching, I was like, damn, Shuddy's fucking keeping it together. This is good. I was, I mean, I was so worried that I was going to say something I shouldn't. Like I got, uh, I got a whole list of possible interview questions with, you know, guideline answer, you know, bullet point answers, which he didn't ask me a single one of those questions that I prepped for. Oh, wow. Uh, Pulled the rug out from So that, but, but then there's always like this stuff, like, remember everything you say is on the record. Don't give anything proprietary away. Don't say anything you're not supposed to say that nobody wants out for the public. So I was just a complete ball of stress and afraid that I was just going to be nervous and just start spewing uh, verbal oh, diarrhea. Uh, yeah, is made out of people. Oh, no, I got to go. <laughs> but there's some ignorant person on YouTube who thinks that it's playables what? and not pliables and saying <laughs> says that to stop using it. Hold on, I'm going to... I have to look it up. Oh, uh, person on YouTube, get the fuck out of here! I saw that too. Some some like triggered bitch in the comments was like, "What's up with hip hop references? Hip hop is ruining America." And then it was like the his icon was like a a picture of a Photoshop of the president of China controlling Biden like a puppet. I'm like, yeah. Oh, imagine that. That guy's fucking triggered. Yeah, enough with the trashy rap references. That culture is destroying America. Oh, so, like, I that saw that culture, like, huh? What does that mean? I'm like, I'm like, what did I say? And I did it, too. I was like, on me. I saw that comment as I like, because it just showed like the comments as I pulled it up. I watched it on my phone, and then when I saw that, I was like, "Fuck!" Did, does Shuddy Boy do like like the the Wu Tang hands at the end of the as a sign off? Pliables ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh. Uh, fuck bitches, I'm out. <laughs> Be well, Shuddy, are you gonna are you gonna check out the Tupac documentary? And well, and part of the reason I was trying to keep it on the download was nervousness and being embarrassed, but then to avoid comments like have shown up on the YouTube since oh, the what if people got a hold of it. Of people saying like "Go Shuddy Boy" and all that, or "Booger Eating Shuddy Boy." Is, <laughs> that's, that's kind Booger of not couldn't help himself, could he? That, that's kind of not cool. Like, what? What is wrong with fucking people? <laughs> Shuddy Boy, don't well, show that it bothers for you. The MS. I'm just waiting for some Puminati spam on one of my Outkick articles. <laughs> Yeah. Someone's going to strike like, but what did uh, do a would Jeff suck a dick question right in the bottom of my articles? I can't wait. I'm going to, I'm going to respond frankly with a yes or no. Oh, I would suck that dick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Please uh, follow my bet and continue to read my content. Now kick.com. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, you want to hear some of it? Shuddy's TV appearance. Yeah. More than anything. Rich Miller, Director of Operations, is here to tell us a little bit about it. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. And I am, like, just full disclosure, I love you guys' stuff. I ate them for breakfast, for dinner. Like, this is legit. That's exactly what we want to hear. This is 
good for all day. And it's good. So tell us about it, because you, you look at the fruit, and obviously you think healthy, but this is it's healthy. It's superfood. Correct, yes. Um, the acai that we use, our, our I hate listening acai to this. and some filtered water, and it has no other wow, fruits in it. You're killing it. Acai is a superfruit from the Amazon. It's full of antioxidants. It's really, really something good to eat on the run. Look at that, fucking rattling off facts. Fucking. That was the only. That was literally the only question that was on my cheat sheet that they covered. Like, I'm fucking sitting in traffic on the way to Philadelphia, reading through the notes, like making sure that I don't say anything that I'm not supposed to, and I hit all the points that they wanted me to hit. Yeah, it's acai. And that was the it's only a, chance I got. It's a superfood. It's uh, made out of acai berries and filtered water, and you know. Discarded babies from Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton's satanic rituals. Oops, cut, cut, off the record, didn't mean that. That would have been awesome if the guy, if the host went like MSNBC with a Republican correspondent was like, all right, I'm going to get you off your big acai talking points and let's get to the real stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just how woke is your acai, huh? <laughs> Rich, if that even uh, is your real name. <laughs> yeah. It looks like more of a Richard to me. I've heard about Pattaya. Yes. I've done the acai bowls. So is Pattaya a curveball, Shuddy? Were you not? I mean, no. I mean, acai and Pattaya are two most popular. Oh, God, I didn't prepare for this. Papaya. I mean, Pattaya. It did actually, if you did, if it, it did throw me off a little bit because I say it has a smooth taste, which I, I, that was just me grasping for a fucking word and smooth is what I can't, had come up with. I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think smooth is an inappropriate adjective to use for pitaya. Not so much the pitaya. What's the pitaya? So we just switched up to a pr- proprietary pitaya blend. That's, okay. <laughs> that's a mouthful to say. Um, but again, just like the acai, there's no other fruit mixed into it. Pitaya in easy terms is dragon fruit. So okay. you can see it at the grocery store labeled as dragon fruit. That's Pattaya. Look at that. Shuddy's on his fucking toes. You stumbled over a tongue twister and made a joke out of it. You fucking killed it, man. Yeah, I just walked off the set if that were me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are all pussies. <laughs> Yeah, that was good, man. Like, I was watching it on the couch with Carl, and she was like, I was like, oh, man, I have to email this link to myself so I can pull clips of it to make fun of Shuddy. And she's like, what the hell are you going to make fun of him about? He did great. I was like, I know. I was just talking shit. Well, I'm glad Carl has my back. My mother texted me that she was in tears because she was so proud yesterday. Look at that. Fucking win for Shuddy, boy. Fuck yeah. So. <clears throat> when when you when you texted me and you said that you were like shaking the whole time, that reminded me of the first time that I was ever on the air with Howard when I was still an intern, and like as I was talking, I had all my leg or my weight shifted on my left leg and it started like quivering and shaking, and I, I noticed that I was like bobbing up and down, so I was like fuck, and then I switched to the majority of my weight on my right leg, and then that one started shaking, and I was like oh, got to even it out, so I stood. Legs equidistance apart, full body convulsions. So I, I know how fucking intimidating that can be, but 
how good did you feel when it was over and you were just like walking off set? It took me a little while to like for the anxiety to go away. It was really? like, it was like, it was not like a fuck. I crushed that. It was like, a I made it through by the skin of my teeth, but everybody, including the host, he was like, you couldn't tell you you were nervous. You did a great job, but I was still like stressed for probably an hour. I ended up going to, I, I, I retail therapied, uh, afterwards because i realized that i was only a few blocks from this really fucking rad hip-hop record store in philly and wanted to go in and ask some questions about record store day records and ended up spending some money on myself and that helped me feel better i have a feeling you do the beef move where you go to burger king and order four different sandwiches i i i have a feeling shuddy you go to that well a lot I know what I'm fucking. Oh yeah, for sure. It's how I justify most purchases. I gotta tell you, I'm fucking exhausted from buying He-Man toys all day. I'm going to the record store for some retail therapy. But I wanted to see if so on Saturday, Draven and I are going down to this to Philly to go to that record store on record store day. So I was just trying to do some preliminary scouting. Nice. Because get that. RZA's first album is being released for Record Store Day. 2,000 copies worldwide. And you can only get them in person at a record store? Hmm. Yes, and he is supposed to have two copies. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So how often... When you go to listen to music, Mm -hmm. obviously you can't bring a fucking record player in your car. But when you're listening to music at home, you, it's all records? It's all vinyl? It It's not just because of the inconvenience of where the record player is located. And by inconvenience, I mean it, it is really only – it's less than 20 feet from me right now, but it's two rooms away. And hanging out in this back room, which is like the family room, and playing the re- – have the record on, it would have to be – ear piercingly loud to hear it back here. So are you mostly just getting them as a collector? Like are there some you don't even open? No, like so for like my wax of the week that I do for the Patreon. Yeah. The ones that I have on vinyl, I'll list I'll force myself to spend time in the other room each week and listen to them on vinyl at least twice. And then the rest of the time it's streaming. But I do, I do listen to them a couple of, you know, a few times a week. I mean, when I was a little kid and had, you know, fucking old McDonald on record and like a stupid little record player, I, I was like, I hate this. This is the dumbest way to listen to music possible. I hate fucking dropping the needle and finding the right spot to put it so it's at the <clears> beginning <throat> and it's hard to skip songs. I think I'm too stupid for records. I'm blown away you, at how popular it is. You should see the amount of hip-hop records I've amassed over the last year and a half. It's, I can picture it right now, Shuddy Boy, and it's glorious. It's insane. So most of my He-Man obsession has switched over to that. Hmm. Uh, well, and it's 
been predominantly Wu Tang stuff. Can't hate that. Just been gobbling up. Uh, and MF Doom's side project, King Ghidorah, I was able to find on vinyl. So that's a, a mashup of all your loves kaiju, hip hop, and vinyl? Yeah, let me go get it real quick. Oh, good. <laughs> all right, so what are we going to talk about now? Let's talk about how horrible Shuddy Boy was on TV for real. Oh, shit, he's back. I can hear you. I have the AirPods in. I know. You heard, you heard cool that. Dick, right? That is pretty sick. I never knew he had that side project. I'm guessing it's good because MF it's, Doom kicks ass. It's really fucking good. I like, I'm just going to, starting to really go through MF Doom's actual catalog but so far this is my favorite thing of his no shit i'm gonna have to check that out did you guys i can't check out any uh movies this weekend i actually have a list if i can find it is it just kaiju and kung fu movies no it is not oh fuck me i don't think there, so there is one each of those on it but i even went to the cinema Oh, damn. I wonder if we saw the same thing. We did, but not this weekend. We have it's something you saw last weekend. Oh, okay. So you didn't catch I don't the... think I have anything to share, unfortunately. I saw the end of beef, which is pretty good. Kind of a little weaker down the stretch on my dock at a quarter of a dick, but otherwise it was fucking just amazing. And even like it getting weak down the stretch is just in comparison to the 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 first seven episodes, which were fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, really, really enjoyed beef. Shuddy, if you haven't seen it yet, you should you should give it a shot. Watch the first episode. Really enjoyed it. We'll continue to watch it. However, uh-huh. like I just too many Asians, huh? No, no. Steven Yun was the asshole, right? I you I mean watch the show. I mean in the, at least in the first interaction, the road rage incident itself, he was in the wrong. I'd say they were both assholes. Like he did I mean, back she up. She flipped she flipped him off, whatever, but then he deliberately like chased her down. Yeah, in that sense, he he like he it wasn't her. She took didn't it too her, far originally. Yeah, that's 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 all I'm asking. I don't want, but like, in the, like, I, it was hard to feel bad for him at that in the first episode because you're like, you're the one that fucking escalated this to where it is now. Yeah, once you watch it all, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like, whatever. I he. He's not it's so much of a villain as it goes on, right? No, no, not no. You're gonna actually kind of think they're both villains, and they both suck. <laughs> like that's the point, I think. Yeah, because they they were like he he was backing out of a parking space without really looking. She laid on the horn for like twenty seconds, just really laying it on thick. And then you know, to add insult to injury, throws the throws the finger, and then. Yeah, obviously taking it, following somebody and like chasing them through traffic and driving over lawns and 
almost causing accidents is quite the escalation from a flip off. But yeah, I, I yeah. fell asleep during episode three just because, you know, it got put on as I was exhausted about to fall asleep. But I, I am looking to go back and, and, and finish it. Um, so, Shuddy, did you go see Super Mario Brothers with Dom and Mark Rooster? No, I went with Draven. Jeff, are you going to puke? Maybe take a shit. Probably taking a shit. I feel like he would have announced uh, nothing. No. False alarm. False alarm. Throw something out real quick. I'm hearing you guys. He tricked us. He tricked us. Sorry. I didn't mean to give you guys vomit blue balls. (laughs) I'll let you guys know. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think I'm actually just shooting the shit with you guys. Maybe it's helped me. I don't know. I don't know why it would, but I don't feel I'm not getting the puking sensation as much. And I'm in the middle of cleaning my bowl. So I haven't smoked pot all day. I definitely need to smoke some medicinal marijuana. Mm, Yeah, I could be part of it. I actually I know I know. Marijuana withdrawal is not a thing, but maybe it is. You know, like I can't go very long without smoking pot. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll get your fix soon, you filthy junkie. So Shuddy, what did what did you say? Just gotta find the vein. <laughs> What'd you say? So yeah. Oh, what, you, what did I Yeah. Uh so the if I graded it how Jeff would, the experience was pretty terrible. Yappy children. Wait a minute. I feel uh, like that that's not fair for me anymore. He, Kevin complains more about the movie theaters than I do now. I guess I don't I don't take it out on the movie score itself, but I don't bitch as much about Oh, that's it. you're right. You're right. I apologize. So it was supposed to rain on Saturday starting at like 10 a.m. It waited until it was time for the movie to torrential downpour, like flash flooding downpour with hail. And it had been in the 80s, so the air conditioners were on full blast, completely soaked, and the power went out. And the movie started a half hour late by the time they got the digital projectors back up and rebooted and playing. Jesus Christ. I've never Uh, heard of this happening. Yeah, it was pretty. It was, so there were. I had concerns going into a kids' movie on a one thirty p.m. showing, uh, because of the amount of children that would be in there. However, it came in handy with this because there were so many bitchy moms giving theater staff a hard time to get it back up and running that I could just continue to sit there super high eating my nachos, just waiting patiently and didn't have to say anything to anyone. Yeah. You got a little pre-movie entertainment watching the Karens. Yeah. Um, But they also handled and made sure it got taken care of quickly as quickly as possible. But I really enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of fun. And they cover there were a lot of at least in outside of the mushroom kingdom there were a lot of fun just in general nintendo references yeah like, like all over their bedroom 
Yeah, and Mario was playing um, Kid Icarus. Yeah, I, I just I really, game. really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought I thought it was very fun. Yeah, Mario was super fun, and it's it it's just obliterating all of the box office buttholes. I think it's on track to be the first billion dollar movie of 2023. I think it was the biggest opening of, you know, an animated CG movie like that of all time. It was number one again this weekend at the box office. I know I, I'm, I, I'm hoping they do uh, a, the, I mean, the sequel's already got to be greenlit at this point because they, I don't know if you stayed to the post credits. Well, I tried to get up during the credits and Draven's like, there's, an after credit scene. I was like, all right. So yeah, there's two back down. So yes, we stayed for both of them. And spoiler alert. I don't know if you, if at this point you haven't seen it, you probably don't give a shit, but they, it's literally just like a Yoshi egg that starts cracking. So while they did hit, you know, a million and one references, there's no Wario. There's no like Waluigi. There's no, Real Yoshi. You you do see some sprinting Yoshis real quick in a background, but Yoshi is not an actual character in the movie. So there is still some stuff to go to in the in the sequel. I just don't know what they would do. Like it's you know Mario versus Bowser. I guess they he can just you know be up to his bullshit again, or they just you know make Wario the villain, <clears throat> which I don't know how they would. I don't Wario just appeared as a villain one time on a Game Boy game. They never explained, like, here's this alter universe Mario. So I don't even know what his backstory is. Well, how many how many mushroom dicks would you suck, Shuddy? Four mushroom dicks. Hmm. Not bad. Yeah, I saw... I, I honestly <clears throat> thought you would have gone to see the new offering from The Great One. He bestowed us a new gift this week in Renfield. Oh, no, I have not. I didn't realize that came out this week. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did because it bombed. Okay, I think why it, did it bomb? I don't know. I thought people were pumped on Renfield. It it got a lot of press. The trailers got a lot of online chatter. I think people love Nick Cage. That... But then again, you know, sometimes it it does seem that not as many people as I think are loving this this Nick Cage resurgence because that movie he did with Pedro Pascal, I don't think, did all that well financially, even though everybody I've talked to that saw it really liked it, as did I. But that one didn't do too well, and I was hyped for that, and I was hyped for Renfield, and this one didn't do all that well. But I thought it kicked ass. Like Nick Cage with no real restraints playing Dracula. Yeah, that gives me a movie boner. And I thought he killed it. Not only did he do a great job with, you know, camp bringing the, the usual Nick Cage silliness, campiness to playing Dracula. There was also parts where he was like, oh, he's actually a fucking a cool Dracula. Like all jokes aside, just, you know, just having fun with Nick Cage being Nick Cage. He's a good fucking Dracula. 
Uh, I mean, I, it, it's they, it started out really well. They did a kind of a tribute to the 1931 Dracula and just superimposed Nick Cage onto Bella Lugosi. So when they explained the 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 relationship between Renfield and Dracula, they just used the old 1931 movie footage and put what uh, Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage superimposed on the actors, which was really funny and, you know, a cool little movie tidbit. It's super gory. There's cool hand-to-hand combat and fight scenes and buckets of gore. The biggest bummer is, which I feel happens every time one of these gets released, is the Red Band trailer showed way too much. It showed way too many of the gory kills. But as far as a movie experience, Carl and I both really enjoyed it. There there was definitely some jokes that didn't work, which I was willing to forgive. Not the thickest of plots, but I love that it was set in New Orleans. I loved... Ben Schwartz, a.k.a. Jean Ralphio, as a villain. Good man. He was fucking awesome. I mean, I it, it really, really flip-flopped a lot back and forth between sucking four Dracula dicks and 3.75, and ultimately I'm going to land on 3.75, but tight, tight 90-minute runtime, no real downtime in it, it's just a fucking fun movie. Renfield kicks ass. It'll be in my rotation. I'm going to get it on disc when it comes out. And it's probably a yearly watch for me. I got I got room to work that into my my yearly Halloween rotation. Well, that's that's a slot I guess. I was going to say you haven't you don't watch Goodfellas every year. No. It's a yearly like how many movies do you have in your yearly rotation? Or what are some other examples? <clears throat> Terminator 2? There's actually a, de- there. a decent amount of Schwarzenegger. Um, Total Recall. Has, has Carl seen Terminator 2? Yeah. Did you pop her T2 cherry? I think I did. Because oddly enough, mm. I think she had seen Terminator 1 before. Which I feel like if you've ever seen, if you've only seen one Terminator movie, it's usually Terminator 2. Yeah. And you usually ask, if anything, you don't just stop at Terminator 1. Yeah. Because, I mean, she, she... Terminator 1, though, is fucking, it's pretty much underrated. I agree. I think Terminator 1, it's just, <laughs> it got overshadowed because Terminator 2 just broke so many molds you know it did so much new stuff that it was just fucking mind-blowing and it sort of drank terminator one's milkshake but it's if you've never seen terminator one or haven't watched it in a while it's fucking incredible i love terminator one. Oh yeah kick so much ass but uh running man is also in my yearly rotation robocop um i got armageddon judgment night uh, good fellas. Man, the Illuminati never would have guessed that. Wolf of Wall Street, I watch a lot. Um, I'm missing out on some. I've been watching a lot of Top Gun Maverick. I've seen that like three or four times. 
Yeah, I could see that. That'll be my year. I'm trying to get Draven to watch that. But his retort is always, I haven't seen the first one, to which I say, all right, let's watch that, to which he shoots down. What's his beef with the first Top Gun? It's old fart movies, right? What? It's it's like an old man movie because it's from the 80s. Well, that argument would have been valid, and I would have said, you know, maybe said, agreed with you had he not watched see no evil hear no evil with me this last week and rated four and a half dicks has he seen terminator one or is that too old for him no he's uh, he hasn't seen it since he was younger but yeah he's seen terminator uh one and two all right that's some solid parenting get behind that. Um, but I did... I also went to a movie premiere this past week. Mm. I tried to get Jeff to go because yeah. the time the time restraints kind of took Carl out of the equation. I just fucking... I got an email from Letterboxd being like, hey, do you want tickets to the Bo is Afraid premiere? And I was like... Yeah, of course I do. And it, like, I had just opened my mail app and it just came through. So I was like, ooh, this is a good time to fucking apply. So I went in, I put my email address in. And then a week later, it was like, hey, you got tickets. So I was, I was like, you know, obviously stoked. And then, and Carl is a huge fan of Hereditary and Midsommar. So she's been looking forward to this one, even though it's not like a horror movie. And... She was super bummed that she just, like, we tried all these options and just nothing was going to work. So she couldn't go. I asked Jeff. Jeff couldn't go. Thought it would be fun to go to a movie premiere we could talk about on the show together. But um, I think after seeing the movie, it's probably for the best that Jeff didn't go. From the little bit that I have seen about it, yes, I agree that it's probably best he didn't go. There was a very, very little chance that I could go based on the amount of time you gave me to make a decision and my, like, just my my work situation last week. Then I read the synopsis and I was like, "Oh, there's no fucking way I'm going." <laughs> and then I saw yeah. it was three hours, right? It it is it like three hours. This tripping is he? I don't know. I was like, "Are you pranking me, or do you really?" Are we that? I guess maybe we're just that tight. I don't know. Or no, I have just such a honest, small team. <laughs> honestly, it was just it was just it, it was the legit premiere. It was the premiere of the movie. So it was like, I know it's it's a pain in the ass on a Monday night to go from Long Beach to Hollywood, and the time constraint kind of sucked because you had to be there like before six thirty. So that that again makes it tricky. Yeah, and like if I, I was. If I could have worked the whole day and then left at 3.34, that perhaps could have worked, but I had to work and we had a podcast and then it was just, yeah. I don't know, it was tough. Yeah. I mean, I was I was trying to pitch you on just coming here beforehand, doing the show in person, but... No, I know, but that yeah. would have taken an hour and a half out of yeah. my work day. Too, I know, so. I know. But, yeah, it's... 
I didn't know it was three hours until I got the confirmation email. And then it said runtime. And I was like, oh my God, three fucking hours, huh? <laughs> All right. So I knew the, the, the next person to ask was a no-brainer. I just went, went to Raw Dog, went to Josh. And within like a split second, he was in. So why him over Brandana? Um, cause it's a, it's a work night and he has to wake up on Tuesdays at like 3am. So I know a three hour movie that starts at seven is just, yeah, that's an automatic no. Gotcha. Uh, but we, you know, it was at the director's guild. So we got there super early cause just because they told you like, yeah, you got tickets. It's not a guarantee. So they give out more tickets than they have just so there's no empty seats. So first hurdle cleared, got the tickets, and then kind of just sat around in the lobby, and there was a step and repeat there that everybody was walking on, but we sort of didn't pay any attention. And after looking at pictures the day after, it was, I guess, kind of an interesting red carpet because Mariah Carey was there, it looked like. Which is fucking weird. Um, and then I ended Where'd up seeing. Look? I just saw the picture, but you know she looked like Mariah Carey. Saw Pedro Pascal walking around. Uh, the Daniels. It was pretty sweet, but the the movie, which I enjoyed, is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my life and I've seen some really weird shit like I, I feel like Hereditary and Midsommar were just so unique in their their horror it, it's 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 hard to believe it's the same director and writer that made all three of these movies because Bo is Afraid is so fucking strange Jeff would have I'm pretty sure you would have walked out of the premiere I just want to take a nap. Yeah. It, this was not like a movie for mass consumption. I don't know how it's going to do. Uh, I feel like this is a letterbox D movie and not a general public movie. And they had a rep from A24 come out and talked about how, you know, how proud they are of the movie. And then they brought the director out, Ari Aster. And he was like, yeah, I can't thank A24 for being stupid enough to give me the um, time and resources to make this movie exactly how I wanted it. Because I think it's the most expensive A24 movie ever made. I think it had a price tag of $35 million. And um, the trailer, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer, but it looks, I was, I was instantly hooked on it. Because I'm like, all right, I like weird shit. But this was way weirder than I was expecting. It's basically a three-hour panic attack. Like nothing, nothing that's happening on scene really makes any sense in the real world. It's also kind of loaded with Easter eggs. So in the in the beginning, they show where Joaquin Phoenix's character lives, and it's just like real shitty, rundown building with dead bodies rotting in the street around it, and people ripping each other's faces off in the streets. And then when he walks through his lobby, there's just graffiti and scribble, and everything's mangled and. It's kind of like an episode of The Simpsons where there's just sign gags all over the place and drawings of people like jizzing in their own mouths on the wall. And I was like, all right, I can get down with this weirdness. But then it just gets weird, weird. 
And by the end of it, which I believe is the 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 whole intent of the movie, you're just exhausted and worn down. And he, I think he was he was saying you're basically supposed to feel what it's like for an overly paranoid guy to experience everything he he experiences an entire life, but in three hours. And Sounds wonderful. So, so, if I'm understanding your review correctly, this is another pretentious Ari Aster A24 movie. Got it. Well, I don't Thank think I don't saving think, me three hours. I don't think Midsummer and Hereditary were pretentious. Oh, yes, they are. All the subtext in Hereditary is absolutely pretentious as fuck. Huh. I think that. I'll let you guys duke this out. Yeah, I I think all A24 movies are pretentious. Some of them just do it better than others. Hmm. They are definitely artsy of the fartsy. That is 100% sure. But I don't know. I like, like, you know, breaks from, from the norm and the cookie cutter, just, you know, copy and paste format of every movie. I like when people get weird with it. And I liked, I did like Bo is Afraid as much of an ass kicker as it is. I don't know if that'll be a yearly rotation, but I thought about it for like five days straight after seeing it. Definitely left an impression. And I'm definitely going to watch it again someday, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, how, how different is that from misery porn? Because it's not necessarily sad. It's just fucking weird. I, I I think I enjoy being weirded out more than I like being sad. But you said it felt like a three-hour-long panic attack. Yeah, just because it's, it's got the format of a nightmare. You know, it doesn't feel like real life. Like, the stuff that happens would never happen in real life. And the way he goes from, like, one setting to the next, it's all just Okay, so you mean bizarre. the movie itself was a panic attack, not like you felt like anxiety throughout the movie oh josh did (laughs) he was like yeah i had a panic attack that whole movie that was fucking intense did he like it more or less than you i think so i'm i'm getting i'll suck like three and a half bow dicks i can i there there were parts where it lost me but overall i was entertained and i was just like i can't believe how fucking weird this is i just want to see what the next weird thing that happens is and I would have went to the bathroom for like an hour. Yeah. You would have just been like, <sighs> like everybody in the theater would have been able to hear your sighs and groans. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's the worst reaction I can get away with here at this premiere? Yeah. Jeff is just like putting his hands up to his mouth and going. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play the penis game. Oh man. To it. Joaquin Phoenix farted. Ew. <laughs> yeah I, I i'm I, you know and and a lot of times i don't like movies that get this weird but for some reason this one worked for me but it's definitely not gonna be everybody's cup of tea this is a huge fucking swing and help what's up shuddy i was gonna say what was the reaction of the audience i mean i know you were at the premiere so it was probably more favorable than it got a big reaction People were clapping. The the I think people were laughing way more at the beginning at the weirdness. 
and then people just sort of got used to it because it, it starts out pretty funny and then it gets weird it still has it's like funny moments scattered throughout but the beginning is definitely funnier than the rest of it but yeah i don't know i i dug it but it is definitely not going to be a mainstream hit i can't see like i i would be shocked if the two of you guys watched this and both of you didn't give it a half a dick well i mean i'm pretty much not going to be watching it I made a decision last week to not watch it. I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joaquin Phoenix could have personally fucking invited me and I would have went. Um, what about you, Shuddy? Do you, did you have like your micro reviews of old movies? I mean, I loved Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Those get fucking, they're so wacky. Uh, it's look so up. much fun. Terror. It's the last of the 70s Godzilla movies, from what I understand. Ah. So there's like wacky aliens that are trying to take over the world. A lot of fun. Okay. I definitely recommend it. Uh, It was available for streaming on HBO Max, but it is subtitled. Ooh. It's a big shuddy boy no-no. Not anymore. I don't have a problem with it anymore. I just, it's a bummer now because I have to pay attention. Uh, And I watched Kung Fu movie, The Invincible Super Guy, which was as terrible as the name is. (laughs) It was actually really good. That's some silly ass shit. What was it called? Mr. Super Guy? The Invincible Super Guy. Uh, not available for streaming anywhere. I have a physical copy that I bought at a video store on a that was terrible quality. Uh, it was definitely like a VHS dub on the DVD kind of situation, but good fight scenes. That was a lot of fun. Oh my god, 17 people on Letterboxd have watched. The Invincible Super Guy. That is perhaps the deepest of deep cuts. What's the average score? It there not enough people have rated it to give it an average score. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Can you eyeball it? What, what does it look like? It looks bad, to be honest with you. Uh majority of people gave it two stars. They probably for the same reason I did, or I the quality it of it was not very good quality, yeah. Uh, but it's supposed you know, it was just really bad quality. That's really the only issue that I had with it. Um, but it is one of Riz's favorite movies. I didn't know that when I bought the DVD, I got suckered into buying the DVD because of the first movie that's on called challenge of the master killer. And it has a picture of Gordon Liu from one of his Shaolin monk movies. Okay. But it's in 1980s Kung Fu movie. That's like a lethal weapon knockoff. So, uh, it was fun and wacky, but more, of what the fuck did I just watch Kung Fu entry than a 
Gotcha. Serious kung fu entry. And then uh, we watched Ghost in the Shell. Oh, all right. Thoughts? Which I really fucking liked it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Ghost in the Shell kicks ass. And we started uh, Samurai Champloo Champloo last night, the the anime. Yeah, that kicks ass too. I love Samurai Champloo. After we finished Cowboy Bebop. We Damn. went over to that. You're a fucking full-blown weeb. Cowboy Bimimbop. <laughs> and uh, if you want to hear my review of Sergeant Kabuki Man, stay tuned for this week's What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? Oh, you guys went back to the trauma well. Yep, this was Dom's pick. Nice. Uh, and the next one that I had chosen was uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Never seen that. I've only seen the first Leprechaun movie. That's the only one that I've seen, uh, but I'm I'm choosing poorly rated movies with hip hop connections. Yeah, I've just been as watching by Cool as Ice and the Hip Hop Witch. I've been going through all of the direct to video Hellraiser sequels. Oh, I don't know what's more torturous: watching those fucking things or or going to hell and having Pinhead pull your skin off with fucking rusty hooks. They are brutal. Fucking hell. Uh, but anyway, just about out of time. So maybe we can make a tiny, teeny bit of progress on Mount Voicemail with a little bit of... Voicemails, yay! Voicemails, gay! I swear to Christ, these fucking... Fucking volume of these goddamn buttons are getting quieter and quieter. I don't know what the hell's going on. I wish I was born a smart man. But alas, I am very, very stupid. So we'll find a workaround. Okay. Where did we leave off? Work with me. The bimbop. Work with me, you bitch. You bitch. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Uh, I think this is it. Hold on, hold on. Preemptive unplug, replug. What the fuck is up, Puminati? Daddy Dirty Dick calling to give uh, Daddy Clean Dick some advice. You can smell the asshole. Abort, my guy. Abort. It's not worth it. If you can smell the asshole, abort. I feel like that's good life advice across the board. Ladies? Yeah. Ladies, if you can smell a guy's ass, trick him into a shower or get the fuck out of there and find a better dude. Guys, same thing. A stinky butthole is uh, a big red flag. I don't know of a bigger red flag, if I'm being honest. Well said, Daddy Dirty Dick. Yeah, thank you for that public service announcement. At Scientist Party Hour. Big country here. Um, December 21st, did that at 22. I uh, just want to wish you guys a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year. Uh, Let's just keep turning over Shuddy's birthday, huh? It's fucked uh, up. A lot better than uh, it could have been. Um, but just wanted to give you guys a little information. I'm actually from Staten Island, you know, Shaolin, home of the uh, Wu-Tang Clan. 
And uh, I know you guys are into a lot of Wu-Tang Clan merch and stuff like that. Uh, Ghostface Killer actually just opened up his own coffee shop uh, right down the street from my uh, my parents' house. It's called Killer Coffee, obviously spelled the same way he spells Killer. Wow, I smell a Shuddy Boy road trip. Dude, um, I would fucking... Man, that coffee shop has to be awesome. Like, I would love to work there remotely. So, I have so much shit going on this weekend that the fact that I found out the other day that Method Man and Red Man are playing a show in New York City on Friday. Whoa. I was like, I can't do that and everything else I have going on, but... You could always quit your job. Yeah, you're you're on a high. You killed it in your fucking TV show appearance. Now it's time to get out while you're on top. Yep. They uh, haven't had their coffee yet. They're only open on Wednesdays and Saturdays, which is... Uh... This motherfucker. Yeah, you're open two days a week, but you're still paying rent seven days a week. Come on. Oh man, Um, that was, I believe, what you would call a tax shelter. That's the hoodest shit I ever heard. We're only going to work two days this week, and you know the Saturdays probably, and they're definitely leaving early. (laughs) Yeah, but I did get a chance to see their merch. Um, and it's pretty dope. So I know you guys are definitely into the Wu-Tang Clan merch and stuff like that and, and all their designs and stuff. So, uh, just oh, want yeah. to give you guys a heads up. Maybe you can check that out. Hopefully we see you, uh, see you wearing some Killer Coffee merch on, uh, on a YouTube, uh, one day. All right, guys. Again, happy holidays. Um, keep fucking, keep rocking. Word. So uh, just an update on the hours of Killer Coffee. They are open uh, Saturdays from 12 to 6 p.m. Oh, so they got rid of, what, Thursdays? Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Let's scale it back. Ed, not even in the morning. You, no more. You, you're not getting up and going getting Killer Coffee in the morning. Maybe you pick me up. <laughs> wow. Man, imagine if we could get away with stuff like that. That's when you know you are just... I mean... You are fucking accident-proof. Like, everything you touch turns to gold. If you're just like, yeah, open up a coffee stand, but, you know. Six hours, we're open six hours a week. After Afternoon. Let's not, let's not get crazy. I, uh... I want every piece, uh... Of this killer coffee merch, every yeah. single piece of it, I would have in my home. Look what you did, big country! You just you just depleted Shuddy Boy's bank account further. You just Dude, you're gonna have to build another wing on your your home for all your merch. Yeah, it's like, excuse me, sir, you look like you have a, a problem with crack, and I, I'm I want to help you. Here's more crack. Uh you guys haven't seen my uh I haven't shown you guys. I'll show it on the Patreon. I bought a a vintage Wu Tang shirt off of eBay. That's pretty fucking dope. Uh, that I haven't put on my body yet. Good lord! All right, well, and the only reason I'm saving it for the Patreon is because it is as far away from me in the house as it could possibly be right now. So it would take me a minute to get there and back. Yeah, and and we're running a bit late. Show's going long, and I gotta. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't need to get on its segue. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get on my Wu Tang segue and just 
head over to the other wing to get it. Uh, but thank you, everybody who listened. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for supporting Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you need more content in your life, there is a fucking treasure trove waiting for you at patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, check it out. You will not be disappointed. And if you would like to watch these shows instead of just listening, because it's a it's a treat. You get to see Jeff vomiting all the time. Shuddy Boy constantly plays with his nipples and he doesn't even realize it. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Check it out. Subscribe, like, all that crap. Helps us out. Algorithms rule the world now. We are at their fucking mercy. Yay. Oh, let's uh, beat the machines. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let Skynet win. Subscribe to our YouTube and our Patreon. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. You can also check out Jeff's sports betting podcast, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Yeah. I'll be ramping up more smaller episodes now that we're in the NBA playoffs. Um, so check that out. Yeah. All the uh, all the places podcasts live, Spotify, Apple, of course. And thank you again for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And we will catch you guys next time. But until next time, oh, something. What the fuck was that? What a stupid noise to make. Okay, let's see. Okay, I'm going to guess Zoom's going to be all fucking weird. And mute my shit again when I join. Be a real poo face. <laughs> oh, am I not muted? You are not muted. Sweet. We can hear you. Zoom has corrected itself. Fuck yeah. Kevin, I gotta do a little more work on my end, so... Uh, I'll try to bang it out before the end of the Easter egg, but don't like call me out, please. <laughs> I'm under the gun here. Yeah, oh boy. It's not a bad thing. It's just I'm fucking I'm fucking hurting. Like I thought I was going to be healthy today. I felt good in the morning, and just like as the day has gotten longer, I feel like worse and worse. Might be another puke podcast for me. Nice. Oh. That's how you're digesting that. Okay, cool. Look, man, here in the biz, we got to turn negatives into positives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, you Jeff. give us lemons and we'll turn it into shit. Jeff, if you have to puke, you know, just use it. Just use it. Uh, sometimes I just hate your whole fucking steez. Well, you're a stupid pussy. I get it can be in- intimidating being in the presence of an alpha like me even if it's <laughs> just over video well said
I like that Batman shirt, Shuddy. Thanks. I got it at five below a long time ago. Five below? I have one of those near my gym. What's it like? Uh, it's just like everything's five dollars or cheaper, huh? Well, it used to be. Now it's ten dollars or cheaper. They didn't change the branding, huh? No, they didn't change the branding. <laughs> wow, that's just like that is just asking for one of those people that we cover in Shuddy Boys fucking news. That's always filing those frivolous lawsuits to go get them. Like, remember that showed that sued like a bun company because they weren't made in Hawaii. He was mad at buns. Kings. Yeah. And the chode who sued Texas Pete because it's not made in Texas. Yeah, North Carolina. Who could forget that? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This is what lack of lack of hobbies will do to a person. What's up, Shadi? You were you were a lot. At least on my end, you're a lot more quiet than Shuddy. I don't know if there's anything you can I do. Know. Exactly. I know. I'm, 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 I'm trying. I know, because when I, when I go to edit these shows, I'm surprised you guys can fucking hear me at all. Um, but my, my, all my Zoom settings are maxed out, and it's like using my MacBook makes the video look the best on YouTube, but you guys can barely hear me. So there's no, unfortunately, there's no fucking win here. I don't actually have any issues hearing you. Weird. Well, I mean, I don't think there are separate channels when you go into your Zoom settings. So even if Jeff could make the input volume louder, that would just shut you. You'd get super loud too. Dag Nabbit. Technology sure is a bunghole. Wheel, wheel, wheel. Well, I feel you, Jeff. I've been having a really difficult time shaking whatever bullshit I have, too. I don't think we have the same thing, because I've never felt pukey. I haven't but, puked yet, but I've felt pukey a couple of times. So I've definitely felt poopy. But, I mean, you know. When am I not? Every time I yeah. see one of those signs at a public pool that's like, uh, no swimming if you've had diarrhea in the last two weeks, I feel personally attacked. It's like, oh, what? So <laughs> just I, institute a life ban on you. <laughs> I don't think they mean just if you have loose stool. I think they mean if you have an illness-caused diarrhea. Oh. So they don't mean like, hey, can't come in here, diarrhea boy. No, they they more mean like don't come in here, dysentery boy. Oh, hmm. well, that's a big word. Yeah, I mean, like if you have uncontrollable diarrhea, they don't want you swimming in the pool because it's not as simple as uh, fishing a turd out. All right, let me explain my logic behind this for what I always assume. <laughs> I thought that if you've had diarrhea in the past two weeks your ass might have a little bit of an afterburner effect. So like if you go in the pool, say eight days after you ha- you had diarrhea, there might be like a microscopic slow stream of mini diarrhea shooting out of your ass at all times. That's probably wrong, no, right? 
I think they just don't want it to spread illness that can spread through water. And like I said, if you have liquid diarrhea and you shit in the pool, they're not just scooping it out with a skimmer. They're going to have to drain the pool. Oh, yeah. Caddyshack style. I went to um, Disney in Florida one year with my family when I was, I don't know, maybe a mid to late teen. And the day we arrived, somebody took a shit in the pool at the hotel. So it was out of commission the entire trip. That was a huge bummer. That was like right around like my last few years of when you go on vacation, a pool being a super important thing. Yeah, back when you could, you had to be dragged out of the pool. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know why. Like, I've had pools in every apartment I've lived in, and I've never been in any of them. I tried to actually tried to get in the one here, but it was kind of late at night and I was on ecstasy. And when I stepped in, it was freezing cold. And I was like, Eep! nope, killing my buzz, going back inside. You still have the, the hot OnlyFans chicks hanging out by the pool all the time? Uh, no, no, they're, they've been hibernating all winter. Do they still live there? Do you like see them time to time? I think so. I barely see them, but I did see one within the past month, and it had been a long time since there was a sighting. So I was like, "Oh, maybe they maybe they bounce." I don't blame them. Carl hates being around here. Hot chicks don't like being adjacent to poop slime alley. It's fucking gross. Oh, Carl doesn't like going to your place. I I mean she 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 does find the alley gross. For sure. And you have to park there. And my it's shower. Ob- it's objectively gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's. Mm, that reminds me of something I have to uh, put in the notes to talk about on today's show. Thanks for reminding me, Jeff. Hey. No problem, bro. Uh, but Carl also hates my shower. My shower sucks. Yeah, actually, I. I I can confirm that as well. Yeah, it blows. It's, it's weird to jerk off in, too. Yeah, just ask Shuddy. <laughs> oh, no. Writers Guild of America approves strike authorization with 97.9% voting yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, you're not in the guild, so... I'm not, but if I write during a writer's strike, I'm a scab. Yeah, that's deal. not a good look. Yeah, then you have zero chance at ever having a career. Fuck. So well, it- I think since the script has already been written, it's chill to go forward. You just can't make any changes when the strike is in effect. So you can shoot something during a writer's strike, but you just can't write anything. Well, hopefully this fucking thing gets resolved quick. Writer strikes come with a lot of casualties. I think there was a writer strike during the runs of The Office and Parks and Rec. So there should be a few more episodes in the roster of both shows. But the writer strike nuked them. And I feel like the writers always get what they are asking for. 
you know? They're never asking for anything insane. So, why fucking shut things down? Just, just give the writers what they want, you greedy fucks. I'm talking shit like I have any idea of what they're actually striking about. <laughs> I think it's a TV... Res- I mean, don't they have, like, public demands? Can't, can't you figure it out kind of... Kind of well, easy. I know that it's it's um, it has to do with like TV streaming residuals. Like they found some way to fuck writers out of residuals when streaming sort of became a thing. I just don't know the nitty gritty finer details. Which okay, they're looking for uh, <laughs> says. They're seeking major reworking of writer compensation, including a sizable increase in minimums, a Mm. better formula for residuals on streaming platforms, and a minimum staffing requirement for all TV shows. Yeah. What are you going to do without writers? Doesn't sound like crazy demands. Do it up. It does say that, that them passing this vote does not mean a strike is inevitable. It was just, its first goal is to be used as a leverage point, being like, well, if you don't give us what we want, we're ready to strike. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I gathered. Like, I I didn't think, like, oh, the strike is now in effect. But uh, selfishly, hope this doesn't fuck things up for me. Um, you guys don't hear like a buzz in the background at all, do you? No. All right, Jeff, how close are you to being done? Uh, I'm going to have to kind of work on it as we're recording. Got a few more sentences. My brain is whack. Just write screw Flanders. What the? What does that even fucking mean? It's a deep cut Simpsons joke. Actually, I actually kind of knew Flanders or some from Simpsons. My I think it's like an, an episode where Homer, I think, he becomes a food critic, and he's two words away from the minimum of the article. And him and Lisa are writing it, and he—he he was. She's like, "Oh, Dad, you're two words short." And he just goes, "Hmm, screw Flanders." And she's like, "Well, how about Bon Appetit?" He's like, "All right, yeah, I guess we can do that." <laughs> I don't even have a word minimum. I guess it's three hundred words would technically be the word minimum because that's what like the SEO guidelines are. Apparently, under 300 words, SEO doesn't give a fuck. Google doesn't give a fuck about your opinion. Man, somebody needs to talk to that. And I'm SEO really struggling guy. here to come up with more than, you know, I just think this team's going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many different ways can you write that? I don't know. I like, think they are going to opposite of lose. <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown emojis in my script too. I might just do like an emoji shrug at the end. <laughs> emoji shrug. Just, you know, I'm uh, putting my money on it. I, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Peach poop emoji. 
I really think this one team is going to score more points in the allotted time than the other. And we all know what that means when that happens in sports. They are declared the winning team. Thus, the other team has lost this game. Screw Flanders. On top of that, I will be betting the team that I think will be the winning team. (laughs) So like Kamala Harris up there, just like... Well, hold on. Don't want to get my wires crossed. Don't want to touch on that lane. Not here in MSPH world. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, dude, come on. You haven't, you haven't seen a Kamala Harris word salad speech. She's just like, is up there. Like, it sounds like she's trying to get the minimum amount of words out. I don't watch politicians speak. What are you, some sort of fucking nerd? Oh, here we go. This motherfucker had CNN on for four years from 2016 to 2020, and now he doesn't listen to politicians speak. It's very easy to tune out. It's good background noise. Huh, okay. Huh. Man, no one hears that buzzing? No. Ah, I hope it's not the headphone amp. Hmm. That's a little bit better. All right, Jeff. Well, you'll just have to catch up with us. God damn it. I mean, I'm, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere, Kevin. I'm right here. Yeah, we all know you're just fucking writing another appeals letter to the CEO of OnlyFans. Oh, please let me in. I'm trying to round up the troops and storm the Capitol since tomorrow's tax day. I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay you in Ethereum. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys don't accept ETH? You <laughs> fucking crypto racist. Uh uh Shuddy, can you give me record permission? I can indeed. Uh, I don't Recording have any mar- in progress. Squibbly doing. I need a mo- I need a moment. I need a moment. Need or you could just do the show with a clear head, Shuddy. It's only a few hours. What do you need a moment for? The week of the four tw- of four twenty, you want me to not smoke marijuana? What a rebuttal! Damn it, he got you. Of all the weeks in our year for you to request something like that from me, you're gonna pick the high holy week. The week of four twenty. What are you thirteen? Well, this boy? is this is our four twenty episode. Oh yeah, I guess it kind of is, huh? Hmm. Well, shit. I win. Shit on my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Shit on my Richard. Hmm. That gives me an idea for a new intro for Jeff. Oh, no. I don't mind as devil as a devil's playground, so they say. I'm back. You don't have time for a new intro. Already uh, did I'm it. Not I got you. I got you. Oh wow! I'm fucking He's quick, man. He's gonna use this time to rework his shuddy kid fucker fucker intro. Do you hear that, Writers Guild? I just reworked an intro in ten seconds. Let me in. Let me in. I need fucking health insurance, please. Strike, you son of a bitch. You're about to get fucking red carded. They haven't struck yet. And hey, if they if they let me in, I'll be another vote. Yes, I'll vote to strike. Yeah, my vote is yours to do with as you please. Yeah, I'm no fucking scab. 
Okay. I think we're good to go. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs>